I hope your day is full of icicles and snowmen and the warmth of a fire and hot cocoa and snow tubes and ice skating. And it's a winter wonderland intro, guys. You might think, why? Why are you starting with a winter wonderland intro, Sarah? I'm so glad you asked. The reason is because I am coming to Chicago. That's right. I will be in Chicago Friday, February 16th. I'm doing two shows that night. Uh, One that starts at 730 and then the other one, I believe, starts at 10. And then I will also be doing spots uh, Saturday, 730 at the Comedy Bar in Chicago and Saturday, 9.30 at the Comedy Bar in uh, Chicago. So for all of that information, you can go to my link tree on my Instagram at Princess Shank. If you're in the Chicago area, I want to see you. I want to meet you. Um, Come out. It's going to be so much fun. And there's four shows. So hopefully you can find a time that works for you. All right. Before we get into this week's episode of Shank with the one, the only Gabby Lamb, there's just one thing I want to tell you about, and that's Oh Yeah Socks. Oh yeah. Look down at your feet right now. Are you wearing socks? If you're not, ask yourself why, you dirty dog. You need socks. They protect our most valuable assets, our toes. Don't go out into the world, to the cold, cold world without a warm sock. Everyone knows that warm socks change the game. Head to oya.com. That's three O's, H-Y-E-A-H.com. Discount code Sarah, S-A-R-A, 10 for 10% off. Really cute Valentine's Day gifts. Um, you can get them whatever they're into. There's a pair of socks for them. Plus, they have really cute slippers. I'm obsessed with the alligator slippers. They're my favorite. Uh, shopoya.com, discount code Sarah10. Uh, also, before I forget, I am coming to Austin, Texas. That's right. I will be in Austin, Texas a week from today, January 24th. I will be at... I will be performing at Vulcan Gas Co. at 8 p.m. Buy tickets. Link to that is in my link tree as well. And uh, let's get it. Oh, make sure to subscribe to my podcast, my Patreon, patreon.com slash Sarah Weinshank. Let's get into this week's episode of Shank with the one, the only Gabby Lamb. Everyone, here it is. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Shank. I'm Sarah Weinshank, and today's guest is the one, the only comedian, Gabby Lamb. Mm. It's the return of Gabby Gabby Lamb. Everyone loves you. Everyone knows you. It's like, right. We're just already, they know. They know what they're getting into at this point. Yeah. They know. They're fans. Nothing like a nice, cool glass of stomach cancer. I know. That's how mm. I cope. Honestly. It, it literally looks like battery acid. And it tastes like it, too. I know, like, when you're drinking it, you're like, this can't be good. I mean, no, none of it. it, it no. Also, no. when you, like, when you uh, apply for life insurance for someone, they ask. Um, so loud. Yeah, suddenly it got very loud. <laughs> they ask you uh, if you, how many Red Bulls do you drink a day? Are, is that, and it's more expensive for, for your life insurance policy. Are you serious? Yeah, the more vices that you have that could negatively affect your health, the higher you have to pay for your life insurance every yeah. month. Okay. Because you're increasing your risk of death. How many Red Bull? Wow. I don't know, but isn't that trippy? I think about that. Anyways, cheers. Cheers. <laughs> cheers. I drink sometimes two a day. 
Yeah, I've been known to do that. Have and then been, I'm, I've been known pe- pe- to— People be talking. People be talking about the bowl, the bowl yeah. that I'm throwing Sarah, down. Sarah, two Red Bulls a day, wine shake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, I go to the bar, they're like, you want your sugar-free Red Bull? I'm like, yes. You always got to do sugar-free. Sugar-free. I mean, what kind of savage— Needs the sugar and the caffeine. That's the thing. That's the thing. I'm like, this, that's too. You can't. You it's can't. either one or the other. You can't be, you know, slicing both wrists. Or can you? I guess you can be. It's just like, I already feel guilty that I'm drinking it. So then the fact that it doesn't have sugar makes me feel like this is the healthy choice. I know. And that's on mental illness. It is. Like, this is never the healthy choice, <laughs> The <right>? main ingredient <laughs> in this is probably, like, aspartame. It's, like, taurine or something, which who knows what that is. Literally, yeah, xanthan gum, my favorite ingredient. Yeah. Which is in everything. The more you can't you can't say, the worse it is for yeah, you. Yeah, the more so things that, I, that don't grow off of trees. Yeah. But that's the American diet. I know. We go, hey, give me something that doesn't exist in nature that has to be chemically made in a lab. Like Kraft macaroni and Please cheese. Please, sign me up. That's a classic, though. Classic. They, they got me hooked on that chemical, whatever's in that powder, man. I, oh, my God. You We're, know, sometimes yes. you get hooked on a processed food for a second. Uh, I mean, Remember the classic bites? American diet. Yeah. We're hooked, baby. We're hooked. In the 90s, people were just like, yeah, just have wheat bread. You'll be fine. Yeah. And that was like a wild thing. Yeah. Having wheat bread. I remember when my mom packed me sandwiches on wheat bread and everyone looked at me like I was. Like it was like the healthier option. They were just like disgusted at my sandwich. Why wouldn't you have white? Yeah. Why wouldn't you have white, you disgusting bitch? You racist bitch. Yeah. Wheat? You think you're running the night? (laughs) Wheat, yeah. (laughs) No, my mom just loves me more. <laughs> mine, do- mine doesn't. <laughs> mine sure does not. No. I like both of our energy today. Mm-hmm. We, um, changing your life. I love the, your campaign on social media being like, I haven't talked to my mom in my life. It's getting better. Yeah. So it was getting better. And then it got worse. And so now we're... Um, <laughs> Hold on. How did it get worse? You know, just some shit went... Some personal shit went down. And I was like, well, this isn't good. But... I have not talked to my mom in close to a month, and I will say I have been flying on private jets. Private jets. Private jets. I'm hearing an abundant queen speak right now. You know, and that's it. And I say, oh, I don't talk to my mom. Well, look who's riding on private jets all of a sudden with flight attendants. Yeah. You know who's not riding on a private jet? My mom. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> she's sitting at home fucking stewing. She's stewing. She's fucking stewing. Yeah, what else do you think she's doing at home right now? Stewing, that's all she does. She stews around. She stews around, sits around drinking her fucking white wine with her white with her uh, ice in it. Iced wine. Iced white wine. Watching uh, old movies and just getting fucking mad. Really? It actually made me pretty sad. I'm like, I didn't call her. But then I'm like, no, stick to your boundaries, bitch. Enforcing a boundary is so hard. Mm-hmm. It's so hard. I don't Even know if you it. know it's for the best. It's so especially when you know it's for the best. Really That's the hardest. Because really you're like, I don't want to have boundaries. But things get all fucked up when I don't. So you know hard. what I mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it feels weird being on the other side of somebody's set boundary. It's really, it feels bad. Yeah. It feels really bad. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, that's what I'm like in the throes of experiencing is being on the side of somebody else's boundaries right now. And I'm like, I don't. It makes you feel like a clown. Yeah. Yeah. When you're on the side, other side of somebody's boundaries. When somebody's like, I can't. And you go. You're like, why not? Though? Yeah, but why not? Why wouldn't you right. want to hang out with me? Right. Why All the time. Talk to me? Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm also impressed when people can really like enforce a boundary. To me, when people enforce boundaries, I'm like, you just don't give a fuck about me. That's how I interpret it. But that's like not necessarily what it is. I wish I could get that through my head. But I can't. My self-esteem is in a place of like, if somebody doesn't want to talk to you, it's because you're a piece of shit and it's all you. Yeah, but that's not right because <laughs> it's honestly, it's it's like this person could do this to anyone possibly. You know, like when you're in a relationship with someone, you just don't know what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, I, and I even mean like... You know, when you have, like, falling outs with friends. And blah, oh, yeah, blah, blah. falling outs with friends, And they're too. like, I yeah. can't right now. And you're... Just when people, like, ever enforce boundaries of, like, I can't be in contact right now or I need some time. It's the worst, like, for me when you get into a fight with a friend and they're like, we just need to take a few days. And I'm like... <sighs> like You don't like the feeling of taking a few days. No, it triggers all the abandonment shit of just like, well, where are you going to go? Are you going to leave? Are you going to go? And then I start like going crazier and crazier and unwinding. Yeah, like I want to know what's going on. Yeah, like why can't we just talk about this? Why can't we just like, have a conversation? Yeah, I get that. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's also like I feel like nobody talked to me about boundaries as a kid. No. This is like a new thing. Like now adults yeah. are like, okay, let's set a boundary to like their preteens. You know what I mean? And you're like, ew, are you gay? Like they're like <laughs> they're like, what's your pronoun and how do you set a boundary? Yeah. Those are like the first things you learn if you're born in 2024. No, imagine. My the reason I have no boundaries is because of literally of my mom. Like there was no there was never any personal space. There was never any like Hey, let me check in on you and give you space if you need something. It was just like, we're going to fucking brawl and we're going to go now and you're not going to have any choice in anything. Right. And now as an adult trying to navigate like every, you know, relationship, not even like romantic. I mean, like just relationships, like work relationships, friend relationships, romantic, all relationships. Yeah, like if you feel like a friend's mad at you, that feels bad too. I can't function. I know. I can't function. When I think people are mad, even people that I don't know that well, when I think that they're upset at me or I've done something wrong, I cannot function. I know. I'm like that, too. It's so bad. I'm like, and then I'm just like fucking chugging Red Bulls. And I'm like, why? why, why, why? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm chugging Red Bulls. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, it's crazy. It's also crazy, like... Did you get spanked when you were a kid? Yes. That's so crazy. Me? me too. Yeah, of course you did. Why? We were the generation. We were the last generation to be beat. I got fucking hit in the face. Like No. My mom, I remember a couple of times my mom fucking whapped me in the face. No. Yeah. My grandma did swatches from the tree. She'd rip them off the tree and hit us with that. Oh my no, god. A tree swatch? You get a splinter in your ass and Oh, it's horrible. I taught you something. So <laughs> to what? To not my grandma's a Scary psycho. <laughs> yeah, your grandma's a bitch. <laughs> no, it's so scary. It's so scary. My, I know. Like when my mom would spank me, I'm like, "What did you ever even teach me? Just to be like afraid of thing? Like when I'm bad, I get hit. 
Yeah, when I'm bad, I get, like, hit and then left and then, like, yelled at. I think the boomers need to issue an apology to the millennials. That's why we're so fucked. I for swear. spanking us, number one. Yeah. Apologize for spanking us. We were the last generation to be spanked. That, yeah. should, that should be on a shirt. Apologize for last, spanking us. Last generation to be beat. And that's why we have spanked. such a fucked up, kinky, weird generation. Yeah. That's why everybody we know is on field. Oh, yeah. Field's wild. I was at my friend's house last night, and she and her baby daddy met on field, and we were all talking about how everybody, like, has met their partners on fucking field. And I was like, this oh, is— Oh, so you what? hang out with really kinky people. I guess. Everyone has met their partners on field? Yeah. I'm like, what the hell? And then I tried to get on it the other day, and I was like, I'm not kinky, but I was like, guess I'll see what's out there. Don't, don't want to see what's out there. Got off. No, I've met some weirdos on field. Have you? Yeah, just only on the app. I've never taken it past the app. Okay. Because I was like, this is too weird. You're weird. You are weird. Like, this guy was, like, DMing me, being like, I want to I electrocute you. And I'm like, that's kind of, like, too far for me. <laughs> I don't hey, really think that's I, what they do when I they want to come people. over and be electrocuted. Like, that's not really my kink. Like I got to go. Corporal punishment. Yeah. yeah. He's like, yeah. Um come over to my beautiful house and like where do you live he's like north hollywood he like sends me pictures like a like just a whatever street with like <laughs> i'm like i can't it's and then i deleted the app yeah yeah of course he's like look come over to my There's electric people, chair yeah he's an electric chair he he works at a prison <laughs> i'm like scared yeah i also met this one dude who was like this hot old guy on there and he looked like um he looked like really hot on the app, but then he just was like too much. He was like, I have a dungeon. You can come see it. I'm like, I don't want to be in anybody's weird sex dungeon that no. I meet on an app. No. You know? No. You know? This is how we died. Us as women, this is how we always go into it. We're like, maybe I should be open minded. That's no. That's how we get no, fucking. But now I'm dating someone and I met him on an app. It was not field, thank God. Was it Raya? Yeah. Yeah, you're a Raya girl. Yeah. But. It was right when I was about to cancel my Raya subscription because I was just like, every time I checked, nothing was matching. Yep. yep. You know when you click on one and then you're like, oh, they're they're for sure going to like me back and then they don't? Mm-hmm. And then Kim and I used to always do it and go, he don't want me. <laughs> he don't want me either. We just go through all of them. <laughs> <laughs> that's i was on i was on hinge for a second everyone was ugly i was like i can't like or like just lame i'm like i just need to be like set up with somebody i don't know i, I mean, don't the hinge voice notes insane Ima imagine recording one of those and leaving it up and going this will get them because they em. never do Anyone who's going to leave the voice recording. Oh, my God. It's not okay. How unwell. <laughs> How unwell. I have some of them saved on my phone because I was at Do you one have point, them right now? Mm -hmm. Should we listen to one? I mean, I'm down. Yeah. Absolutely. I, okay, great. Uh, <laughs> I, they were I, I, I astounded. I was like, the guys that were like leaving these really were like, I'm doing something. They really thought they were fucking doing something. Let's see. Dude, this one guy I matched with, I went on one date with him, and then I never talked to him again, and then he showed up at one of my comedy shows and was like, sorry, I didn't talk to you for a few months. I've been dating someone else. Okay. 
Okay. <laughs> I was like, well, I figured you were probably dating someone else since you just kind of left. I can't. And then why did he all of a sudden decide to show back up? And then he, he showed stopped, back up. Because they stopped dating. I don't was, know. I have no idea. I was just confused by the whole situation. I was like, you know. Unwell. Unwell. It wasn't really like a full body yes for me to begin with. And then he fucking disappeared. So I was like, I guess he feels the same way, kind of. Is the, yeah. Yeah. So I just was going to let let bygones be bygones. Isn't that a saying that people say? It is a saying. And that's very open-minded of you. Uh, yeah. How do I find my fucking videos? Why it's am okay I such a grandma? It's okay find it. No, because I know. Because now I'm like on one. <laughs> She's chugging Red Bull. Oh, now I'm like, I have to find. How? It's like, where are the videos? Is it a, is it a video? Yeah, because it's like I had the screen record. Oh. Was it recently? Yeah. Sort of. Probably in the last couple of weeks. Dude, how embarrassing that people can get, can take videos of your what you're thinking it's and so, writing. It's so embarrassing. It's already embarrassing writing out the bios. It's so embarrassing writing out the bios. I, I can't even believe it. Okay, let's... Girl, I gotta find it. Now I'm really set on it. Because it's so dark. I'm like, this is... <laughs> I just it's okay believe. if you can't find it. I know, I'm like wasting all the time. But like, She's like, I'm just gonna take the, the rest of the podcast just yeah. to casually scroll through my phone to find voice notes. I can't. I don't even know where they are. It's okay. They're so... Just like these men, like, like saying these... One of them was like, I... I'm looking for a woman who's gonna... Who, who has the divine feminine, and I bring to the table the divine masculine, and together, and I was just like, who do you think you are? <laughs> Chekhov? Like, <gasps> relax. No, my sister matched with somebody, but their bio said, then she saw afterwards that his bio said, um, come to the first date, no makeup. And I was like, you should have said, no, come to the first date, no pants. Please. Right? Come to the first date fucking with your checking account open. Isn't that crazy? Right, shave your face and show up. Yeah. Come to the fucking date with, like, with interviewing all of your ex-girlfriends so I can see what you did to them. Yeah. Not interviewing your ex-girlfriends, but, you know, like... I would love to just chat with some of my ex's exes. Right? Yeah. Just poke their brains for a minute, see yeah. what their experience was. Yeah. Because it's like, but... Is does is their experience even valid to your experience? Because you guys are just, you know, different people, different people. But sometimes people have patterns. There are through lines. You know, I can definitely like say with one of my exes specifically, he has very clear patterns with women. Right. And <clears throat> he's 40 now. And when I dated him, you know, years ago, I was like, uh, he's gonna change and he's gonna be the different a different guy and I'm gonna have missed out and now he's 40 and he's like still the exact same person and like did all the same things after me and before me yeah I've dated guys like that it's it's wild <laughs> <They're> all... <laughs> it's so wild yeah, it and is. then sometimes you trick yourself into being like oh they've changed because that's the worst case scenario you know we get out of the relationships more like they're going to find the better one and it's going to, they're going to be different for them. And like 99% of the time, that's, that's not what happens. Yeah. 
Also, like, different people bring out different sides of people. That's true. You know what I mean? That's true. But what you learn when you date is, like, people, how really deeply unhealed people are. And, like, I It's have, so crazy how deeply unhealed people are. I'm so— Myself yes, included. Myself included, too. I'm just like, what is happening? I, yeah, and you Can think, you please just get therapy? I know. And it's like, dude, I've been in therapy for so many years, and I still go into relationships, like, thinking that I've gotten— you know, I've conquered this this uh, issue. You get into a relationship and it like opens it back up again. And you're like, oh, I'm still codependent. I still am like selfish. I still want to know every like how you feel about me all the time. And if you don't fucking, you know, and it's like, why? Am I-, I know it's fucked up because you do all the like self work when you're single and then you get into a relationship and you feel like all of that work that you've done just kind of like yeah. diminishes because now you're responsible for someone else's feelings right. in addition to your own. Right. And I think that's why it's also important to, like, find a partner where it's, like, you can bring that work to the table, but also somebody who can, like, acknowledge that you also have the work to do and they have the work to do and you can kind of work together on your work. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because— Like couples therapy, maybe? I don't know. Just like, you know, dating somebody who like can acknowledge that like you're not a perfect person and they're not a perfect person, but they can like deal with you while you navigate your own things if you're not like abusive or horrendous. Yeah. You know? Keywords. If you're not abusive or horrendous. Horrendous or ugly. I feel like (laughs) mostly (laughs) the worst is when you get treated bad by an ugly. It's happened to me so many times. Same. same. I go, this ugly, he's got to love me. Yeah. You go, you just, go they're, they're less threatening. They're less threatening. No. <laughs> they're evil. The uglies out here are evil. I'm yeah. not even just fucking around. Yeah. I'm serious. Yeah. They're, uh, I've been yeah. hurt by a few uglies in my life. Yeah. Are you dating somebody now, like, seriously? Or just, like, it's like a... It's been going on for, like, a little over two months. Okay. So, okay. It's, yeah. cu- it's cute and new. Okay. And I'm happy. Okay. Yeah. Good. But I'm not going to go in deep about it. Yeah, don't go in deep about it. Not that interesting. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She- but um, what were we just talking about before that? I don't know. Dating. I don't fucking Dating know nightmare. Yeah, nightmare. I was about to delete the app and then I matched with, with this guy. Yeah. That's It's crazy that you had that experience because every time I've deleted an app, guess what? It's never the Prince Charming hasn't been on the other side. No, I know. But I've been just on Raya on and off for years. Like, I'd get into a relationship, go off. We'd break up, go on a break, I'd go on. Mm-hmm. Then back on. Like, an on-again, off-again relationship with Raya. And everyone that I met on there, honestly, besides this guy, was a tool. I mean, it's, like, everywhere. I don't know where to meet people. I've, like, literally been posting on my Instagram. I'm like, if you're hot, DM me. And, wow. <laughs> the responses? Are ugly ugly not, ugly not the ugly and i know that people are gonna hear this and be like you're a judgmental bitch hey you know you, none of us want to <laughs> it's like we can't see your personality also, through guys, the phone and that's it and guys are also like not discriminating against women like they're, they're, men are always discriminating against women you know what i mean so if we go on and i'm like i don't want to date any ugly guys they'll be like oh yeah bitch i'm like you don't want to date ugly girls so fuck you you, know you don't want to date old uglies either yeah men yeah except for we do want to date old uglies Ugh. give me an old ugly give me an old no. ugly. give me an old ugly as opposed to a young ugly 
Why? You think an old ugly would be nicer? I think an old ugly, I think the young uglies have the capacity to be meaner. Because they've just been ugly? They have too much confidence. We're throwing around the word ugly real loosey-goosey here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we really are. What is We're really ugly coming exactly? for the uglies. <laughs> ugly is... Ugly is... Ugly is... It's a personality trait, really, at the end of the it day. It is a personality trait. It's like I look at your soul and I see black dust. Yeah. It's... Because, <laughs> dude, I was posting on my stories and I was like, damn me if you're hot, you know? And, like, all the guys that DM'd me had also, like, been in my DMs unopened for months. So it's, like, they're just, like, guys that are, like, replying it's recycling. to recycling. You're like, reply guys. I'm like, that's embarrassing. Well, at least someone's out there DMing you. It would be worse if no one, even, even no one was coming I through. I guess you're right, huh? That'd be dark as fuck. Can you imagine? It would be dark. Yeah, you're right. I guess I should just be. Just don't end up I guess on, I should be grateful. <laughs> just don't end up on Craigslist looking for dick. Honestly, I wonder what you'd catch on there. Chlamydia. You're not wrong. So, at least something else. Yeah. Something more rare. Something syphilis. Some like leprosy. Something so, oh. weird. Something from like some guy fucking a corpse, and then you get some skin disease. Yeah. Because those are the kind of guys that would be on Craigslist. Somebody who was at the graveyard, fucking, and yeah. then fucked you. Yeah. Yeah. Not that there's, like, bodies laying around the graveyard, but you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what so, you mean. Mortuary. Let's go with mortuary. Mortuaries hits different. Yeah, it does. I appreciate the edit there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I mean, yeah, it's it's crazy. You, like, because there could be really beautiful people, but then their personality traits are so ugly mm -hmm. that you're like, you're an ugly. Yeah. Now you're an ugly, now even though ugly. you have the face of a pretty. Yeah. I've seen your dark darkness. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes there's, like, pretty privilege where people get away, think that they can get away with things just because they're pretty. It's funny because, like, I, I, like, as a, you know, moderately attractive woman, I... You're pretty. I have never felt, I've never identified with pretty privilege because it was, like, never how I was growing up. But it's like you can tell when there are women who like have been hot their whole lives. Yeah. You know, like they've always been hot. And if they don't get what they want, they're not happy. Yeah. And that's why we became comedians because we never felt pretty. We never felt pretty. <laughs> so we were like, I got to go get this. Some, I got to go make my personality. The star of the show, the, sweetie. The star of the show. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, don't look at the nose. It's all about the personality here, baby. And what's so funny too is like guys are not looking at like female comedians being like, wow, I gotta, I gotta talk to her. No, they don't watch our acts and they go, now what's that about? They don't go. There's my girl. You know. <gasps> oh my god. It's an interesting dichotomy. The guy I'm dating now was like, are you gonna Taylor Taylor Swift me? Yeah. I was like, not if you're good. It's also, it's, uh, yeah, right. The thing is, though, is like that's what we all do. I mean, you know, I am somebody who exclusively talks about dating in my act. Not exclusively, I'm saying I talk about it a lot. Yeah, I do too. I and mean, we all kind of fucking it. So, you know, we all know. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like that's the water you're jumping into. Yeah. You know, I but, had an ex who was a buckle comic. Up. Buckle up. <laughs> I had an ex who was a comic who like got mad at me about like making jokes about him. And I was like, Okay, bitch. And then did you, did you still do it? Yeah. 
Even more, right? Even, and then we broke up because he was so upset about it. And I was like, you get it. Like, also, like, if I have a great joke that comes from you, you're welcome. Mm -hmm. Sorry you're my muse. Sorry you know, I was inspired. You know fair game. You know you're my muse. There it is. Like a, if we're fucking, you may you might as well be my muse. You're in the race. You're now <laughs> in the race. Yeah. Yeah. There could be a joke about you. Every single thing that you've done from the minute we've met is now potential to be a part of something very public. Because it's my personal experience. Because it's my personal experience, and there will be no privacy ever. <laughs> ever. There will be no privacy ever. You'll never have any peace, nor will you have privacy. Everything will be talked about publicly. No, I don't like any of what you're saying right now. <laughs> it's tripping me out. Is it? Yeah. You don't feel that way? I guess no, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. That's It's crazy that that's what it is. It now, is. Though. It really, I mean, like, some comedians don't. Some comedians don't get very personal. And I wouldn't, obviously, like, for me personally, I wouldn't, like, air out people's actual deep things. Yeah, no, me either. No, I would never. But, you know, you just talk about, like, one time I was fucking this guy. Like, you know. Like this one guy, I'll give you an example of what I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. We're in a hotel, right? Nice bedding. He opens up a can of barbecue nuts. Yeah. He takes his hand full of barbecue nut powder. Yeah. It's like a brownish, red, a reddish residue. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Wipes it yeah. on the sheets. Yeah. Come on. I got to talk about that. You I can't live my life not talking about what he did to the sheets with his barbecue nut hands. That's exactly it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's stuff like that. Yeah, you don't have to talk about the child abuse he endured, but you can yeah. talk about that. But you can also infer that when somebody does that, they have been abused. Abused. <laughs> Come on. Clearly. So nobody taught you not to put nut powder on my fucking clean white sheets. Nobody taught him because they were he was too busy getting hit. So yeah. Nobody, he wasn't taught, you know? Yeah. Mine I had one where it was like I was dating a guy and he like wouldn't call me his girlfriend for like a year. We dated for a year, he wouldn't call me his girlfriend. And so I had a bit about that and he was so upset about it. He was so upset. And I was like, Well that's the You didn't. Yeah, you no, can call I me know. your girlfriend, so I have to write a bit about it. Yeah, sorry you don't like me retelling the truth. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Sorry, it sounds bad when I when I'm telling saying it out loud, but that's still what you did. Yeah, I mean, come on. So I'm not really that sorry. Yeah, so it's like those kinds of things, you know. Yeah, I do have a hard time though with um again back to boundaries. I'm like I do have a hard time being like what is appropriate and what is not appropriate for stage. Or just for life? All of it. Yeah. All the world's a stage, you know? You know, you're not wrong. But, yeah, sometimes I'll be like, I'll put on an outfit and it will be, it'll be inappropriate for what it, where I'm going. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, it's fun to have my tits out sometimes because I have to really dress like a boy for stand-up, I feel like, anyway. I feel like you always look cute on stage, though. Okay, that feels nice. Thank you. you don't you think? Like, you always have, like, cute outfits on. I have outfits on, but, like, I I don't know. You try not to show the, the yiddies? Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm not going to dress in, like, a tight dress to go tell some jokes. Well, it's wild because there are women that do and, like, can really pull it off. Like, do you know Leah Sampson? No. She's a text. She's an Austin comic. Um, very funny, very beautiful, and like is always dressed in like literal like fashion nova bodysuits. No, 
and like mini skirts with her tits out. I gotta watch her. Yeah, the bitch is wild. And she's had like don't tell clips go viral. And she's like in like satin pink, like <laughs> I love skirt that. tube top. And she looks amazing. And I like I watch her in heels and I'm like, damn, like I wish I could. I'm so afraid to go so on afraid. stage with heels. Oh my god. Imagine falling. I've gone on stage in cowboy boots, and I'm like, oh, like I, yeah. it's, I feel too much. It's too much mm-hmm. taking the mic out of the mic stand and heels. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to do a dress rehearsal before. Yeah, I would. Yeah, for an eight minute set of the comedy. Yeah, store. I come, I come yeah. the day before to walk the floor, the belly room, with my, with my heels yeah. on. Yeah, 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 yeah. What are you doing? Checking out if I can walk in this room. It's really crazy. I wish I had the confidence to like because I I this is how I dress on on stage. I fucking baggy. But I feel like that's good for our on stage. I would like to be hotter though. Wouldn't we all? That's true. Do you know what I mean? I would like to think, be Kim like, Kardashian on even stage. Even the people who are so hot tell themselves I could be hotter. Uh, that's yeah. how, why plastic surgery thrives. God, it, it just thrives on everyone's insecurities. Yeah. Well, and also for me, I feel like I don't, I can't really dress up too much because of the way I already look anyway. You know, it's like I already have. You got a lot go going on. on. Right. So it's like I can't come out with like, you know, mini skirts and heels and shit. People will be like, what is happening here? So I got to pick a, pick a battle. Pick, pick a lane. Pick a fucking lane. And my lane is neck tattoos. So You're, I like your neck tattoos, though. No new tattoos, but new piercings since I last saw you. New piercing, lip piercing. That was a decision I made at 32 years old. Isn't that funny? It, it's working. It is. I like it a lot. But it is funny to get face piercings in your 30s. Because it's something you do in your 20s. And then you just, like, keep it. Right. And this is a sober 32-year-old was like... Oh. Sometimes you just need a piercing. Sometimes you just need a piercing. Sometimes you just have, like, a craving to change it up a little bit. I feel like you could be a clit piercing girl. A clit piercing? Yeah, I feel like you secretly have... You could, like, secretly Surprise, have a Surprise, I have a clit ring. Do you really? <laughs> no. Oh. One time I hooked up with this guy, though. Okay. I did not know that he was going to have... Not only a belly button ring, but a nipple ring. I don't know about that. Just one? He had both. Both nipples? He had, no. He had one nipple and then his belly button. Mm-hmm. How did you feel about that? I felt unsafe and scared. <laughs> I said. That's the proper response. <gasps> I was like, well, I'm already here, so let's just. Get it going, Get it I going, guess. I guess. But. In my head, I was like, not a nipple ring and a belly button piercing on a man. Was he weird? Did he acknowledge it? No. I was like, whoa, I wasn't expecting your belly button to be pierced. A man with a belly button piercing? Yeah, I'll discriminate. I don't love it. There's something about it that just is so dirty. There is something dirty about it. There's something very— what's going on with you? It's egotistical, too. I'm like, who do you think you are? Cover it up. Cover it up. Unless you're like a bisexual king. But if that's on a—come on. Be open that you're a bisexual king. I don't want to find out that you're a bisexual king after I see your nipple ring and your belly button ring. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to use context clues to find out whether or not you're bisexual. I'm going to chew eyes. Oh, no. It's okay. Some people might like that. ASMR, what do you mean? Do you have, like, this constant need to get rid of, like, clothes, but then you can't decide what to get rid of and what to keep? And then I just have so many clothes. There's so many clothes. And then where do you put them? 
I feel like no I'm going more. crazy. I'm I, like the old lady lived in a shoe, but the shoe is my cl- my house, and there's clothes everywhere. Clothes everywhere. Clothes no, everywhere. Nobody tells you about that. I'm so many fucking clothes. <laughs> and then I wear four things. I wear four things. I know. And then, but then, are you ever like, let me get rid of some? Yeah. And do you do it? Mm-hmm. I'll take things to crossroads and sell them. And then whatever they don't buy, I put in bags to take to the Goodwill. But then those bags don't end up at the Goodwill. They're still in my car. Yeah, for months that's, and months and months. that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, all of my clothes are in my car right now. Okay, that does make me feel better. I was feeling like my life was a little chaotic. But now talking to you and knowing you have clothes in your car. Well, I don't know. It makes me feel less alone. <laughs> I would say, I wouldn't say that it makes it less chaotic. But you are not alone in that for okay. sure. Cool, cool. Mine is so fucking chaotic, and I was I woke up to an article today from the National Geographic that was like, what does clutter really do to your brain? And it, you know, of course, was like, not good. It's not good. The long-term effects of clutter. Long-term effects of clutter. Not not good. Really? No. Can you summarize it? Nope, because I didn't read the article. Oh, you read the headline. I read the headline. I said, you said, that's enough. I said, I don't need to do this. I said, I, I get it. I get it. I, I'm gonna get Doesn't it. Doesn't feel mentally healthy to live in clutter. No. No. I and mean, I think we can all, you know, when you walk into a house with a lot of clutter or you walk into a house with a lot of clean, you, you go feel different. Where, where would I rather spend time? Yeah. The clean house. Yeah. Obviously. What feels better for your brain? The clean. Yeah. You know? Oh. This is uh, what clutter does to your brain. I don't even want to know. Well, you already get anxiety. Now Marie that. Kondo is getting a shout out. That, hasn't this bitch got enough shout outs? I know she really. Uh, she's like on. the only. She's like the tidying up queen. I'm more of a. This is my kind of article. Just the Google. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, uh, clutter floods the mind with excess stimuli. Causing your body senses to work overtime on unnecessary stimuli. Okay, so go home, clean a little bit. Well. Clutter. Unfortunately, I won't. So, I'll just no. Keep I, I with went it. to the container store. It's so good. I'm, now I'm talking about it on another podcast. They need to sponsor me. But I went to the container store uh-huh. and it changed my life. No. Yeah. They have containers for everything, Gabby. Do they sell shelves and shit? Yeah, they sh- they have it all. Like they have like ones that you can put under your bed, so you can get storage. Where is it at? There's one in Woodland Hills on uh, Ventura, but they're everywhere. They're a chain. Okay, yeah, that's true. You got to go. You could probably just order them online, too. I need a new um, shelf. Shelf? Big time. Not shelf, a dresser. Dresser. Yeah, dude. Dressers, fucking, I remember I had, sometimes if it's like I had an Ikea dresser and I was like, it won't survive a move. And did it? No, it didn't. They don't. They don't. They're not made for, like, long-lasting, I feel like. Mm. Have you ever built something from Ikea? Yeah, I have a big new dresser in my room from Ikea. Did you do it yourself? No, I had friends do it. You have friends that would do that for you? Yeah, it was my my ex-boyfriend, so it will get sadder and darker. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well. He did did build it for me. I miss him every day. We all have one of those. (laughs) I had a man who built myself. If you're listening, come back to me. (laughs) You I don't want to dedicate a song. Yeah, I don't want to be dating. This is because of you. I don't want to be looking for new guys. Okay, you motherfucker. So that's where we're at. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Should we play a song? It's all of a sudden like a love radio station song. Like what? Like and Gabby writes. Since you've been away, 
I haven't been the same. And because I haven't been the same, I'd like to donate to dedicate Whitney Houston. Yeah. I will always love you. Yeah. He hears us and he's like, that crazy bitch. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he's like, I broke up with this bitch because she couldn't ever listen to me and she's still going off. <laughs> she's going off. Come back. Come back. <laughs> One time I tweeted, and this is how I felt at the time, that I missed every ex-boyfriend all of the time. Like, I think it was like around my period a few months ago before I started dating this guy. No, oh, recently. I was like, yeah, I was like, I literally miss... All of my exes all of the time. Yeah. Like different days, I'll be like, wonder what that one's doing. Oh. Yeah. 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 And they've all moved on, huh? <laughs> Isn't that horrible? That is a luteal tweet. Sometimes, yeah. like, sometimes also, though, you're like, you never know what's going on with people. You know? I think I do. You do? I think I always know. I think yeah. I'm real good. <laughs> really? I, I do know this. None of my ex-boyfriends have ever come back. And people are always like, dang, I'm Mac. I'm like, no, they haven't. They don't, mine don't. Well, I'm doing I'm doing one of my ex-boyfriend's podcasts tomorrow. He came back, but not to, like, <laughs> be with me. Yeah, like, they'll come back, but not necessarily to be with you. Yeah, no, Craig, Craig Kona. I'm like, yeah. no, we're just buddies. Yeah. Yeah. But it's nice when you can be buddies. I love when you can be buddies. It's so much better. It takes better. time. Yeah. Craig and I, like, we, we fucking had to go through it for, like, a year or two where it was, like, pretty wretched. But now it's, like, so fucking chill. And then sometimes, it, like, they become, like, your old, like, family member or something. Literally. I'm like, I couldn't. You can pay me to fuck him now. But, like. Yeah. And, like, how do I even know you? I can't believe we once dated. Isn't it crazy? It's I crazy. Have, I have a couple of guy friends like that who I dated for a long time that I'm just friends with. Yeah. And, like, the nights that I would stay up just, like, crying, pining, being like, I'll never find another one. And then I'm like. And then you do. And then you do. And you're like, oh. And you're like, our soulmate's real. Yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know. I think you could have multiple soulmates in a lifetime. I think so. There's definitely, like, people that you meet and you're like, I don't have a soul connection to this person. Absolutely. Where you're like, yeah, everything in my body says, get out. Yeah, I've dated people like that. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, big time. Where it was like, I wish it was there and it was just was not there. And yeah. I feel bad because I wanted it to be there so badly, but it was just not there. And he, like, moved on and has a new girlfriend now, and I'm like, oh, good. Like, It is It is a really interesting when someone moves on. Like, I had one, one relationship. I was like, oh, he's going to be sad. He's not going to move on for a minute. I can tell. Okay. Yeah, right. Next week. Next week, new girlfriend. Awful. In the, st in the studio that I used to do stuff in, okay. doing her work stuff in that studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm seeing it all online in real time. And I go, oh, well, he moved on. <laughs> I guess I'm the asshole. I wonder. I guess I'm the asshole. Do they move on or do they just not deal? Or do they just like substitute? I've done it a million times. This is the first time in my life where I'm not substituting. I'm just like, let me just feel. Let me just get through this. Yeah, because you, let me tell you, if you jump into from one relationship to another too fast, the shit will be a Done lot. Done it every time. Done it every time. And it always comes back tenfold. Yeah. This is the first time I've gone through a breakup where I've been like, let me just fucking feel it. Shit. <laughs> yeah, it's horrible. It's so it's awful. That's I'm like now. But I'm you like, look great. Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> not, not the promiscuous eyes to the camera. 
Yeah. Not Gabby wanting you to slide into her DMs. Only if you're hot. Don't do it if you're ugly. Only do it if you're ugly. All the shanksters are pretty. Good. Good. Because <laughs> none of the guys that follow me are. Yeah. They're haunted. Yeah. I mean, there are some haunted people out there on the internet. Yeah, there are some haunted people. And they'll find you every time, dude. The haunted people, for some reason, when you're a comedian, comedian, the haunted people are, like, magnetized to Wait, you. That's so true. And can I show you this man who will not stop DMing me, who I know probably does it to you constantly? Okay, let me see him. I. It's funny because I was like, this man, like, he will—I've never opened one. He will not stop. And I'm— this, some of them are relentless. You Girl, have to like admire the consistency. This one, I'm a hundred percent positive. He's DM'd you like a motherfucker, dude. This one guy was DMing me every day or commenting every day. I want you to marry me. I want you to marry me every day for years. I, I it's got. And then I opened up. He DM'd me something on Instagram, and I opened it up, and it was just his dick. Okay. Then I good. blocked. Yeah. Him. Good. Then I blocked him. Then every day since since then he comments on Kim's thing. Tell Sarah to unblock. No. Me. Tell Sarah to unblock. Me. No. Yeah, it's so crazy. Okay, and of course now I go to find him. You can't find it, <laughs> like the hinge voice notes. I'd like the hinge voice. <laughs> I keep talking this big game, and none of them are coming through. Dude, there's so many crazies. Did you look at screenshots? Um, that's a really good idea. Because I do have a million screenshots. Because he does it to me and all of my... Um, Friends? To me and my roommates, yes. You gotta admire the consistency. You gotta. You gotta. Let's see. He knows what he wants. Okay, we're almost there. It's we're also kind of sad that they just can't take the hint if you haven't ever once written back. And this guy, I will admit, is really nice. So at least he's like... They're all really... Nice. No, because some of them are so fucking scary, scary and horrendous. Um, they start following like your whole squad and your family. This guy. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Do you get him? Yeah, 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 yeah. More on that later. Yeah. Whoa, when I saw dude. he followed you, I was like, there's no way that he's not DMing it's her. It's probably how he found you. What it probably is. I don't want to even you don't. go there, honestly, We'll unpack right now. after. We'll unpack a different time when I'm we're not on camera. <laughs> yeah, 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 dude. I wonder how many... It's like, right? You become a magnet for psychos. Yeah, yeah. Because like, I feel like I know that bitch. yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. That's, that's Gabby. I know her. That's the thing about podcasting is people listen to the podcast and they become very familiarized with you. So they, Which is great. Which it, is great, which is what you want. But it be, it becomes this, like, funny, like, parasocial relationship where is where you, if you have any kind of, like, a little bit, like, unhinged mental illness, it you go too far. Like, yeah. I listen— to you know i have a couple podcasts that i listen to religiously and i have a separation of knowing that like this is an entertainer right and i feel like i know them but i also know that i i have their like entertainer <laughs> yeah 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 it's also i'm like i'm not gonna think that we're friends because they're entertainers. Right. <laughs> and I think some people get lost with that. And they're like, no, 
we are equals because I see them on YouTube and on social media and, and I, have I know access all to them. of their inner thoughts and I know yes. their interests and I know their stories. Yes. And there's a lot, you guys, that happens, you know, behind closed doors. So we don't, we don't, <laughs> yeah. we don't put everything online. Yeah. But people think, yeah, it's like they think. Thankfully, we don't put all of it online. We, no. Imagine just all of your bad moments online. Like, it's the opposite of Instagram. It's like the worst moments of your life online. I do have a tendency to do that, too. But, you know, I've been toning it down. No. Well, yeah, you're like, I haven't been talking to my mom in this many days and I'm thriving. Yeah. <laughs> and those are the things that I don't know. There's like, you know, there's like the things that you have to turn into like comedy. But it's like you're, funny, yeah. too. And it's relatable. Right. Right. That's why. Right. Which is like the job of. Of a comedian. Yeah. Sometimes you have to be vulnerable. A lot of times, the more vulnerable you are, the better the jokes are, too. Mm-hmm. I you know, agree. Because people can relate to you more. Mm-hmm. They're not mm-hmm. just like, oh, this person that doesn't have anything personal going on. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it took me a long time to get to that place where I could talk about my own personal things. Yeah. And even still, like, some things, like, sometimes things happen and I'm like, oh, I'm not ready to talk about that one yet on stage. I think that's how, you know, it also, like, definitely fucking should be. Yeah. Not everything needs to be. Because I am also getting to a point where, like, I know, like, I feel like I'm, like, outgrowing my material. Yeah, I know that feeling. You know, I'm like, how, like, I like talking about sex. I like talking about that stuff. But... (laughs) I'm like, am I outgrowing it? Like, how interesting is it for me to, like, talk about how many things you can put inside of your pussy, you know? Right. Right. For sure. Am I outgrowing it? And it's like, and then sometimes, sometimes, like, you find something that works and then you just keep doing that one thing. Mm -hmm. Like, for, for a while, like... Or sometimes, for me, the hardest part is when you're like, I know this is funny, but I don't know how to make it funny it's for the, everyone. That's so annoying. It's the most annoying feeling in the it's world. It's so annoying. Because you're like, trust me, once you see it where it's going to eventually be, it's going to be so much better. Yeah. So I'm, that's like, yeah. That's I hate doing sets, and then I try something new in the set, mm-hmm. and then people are like, I don't get the reaction that I want, and then I have to be like, it's new! Yeah. You know? Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I like to try. I've been trying to do like the new stuff sandwiched in between the old stuff. Yeah. So then it's like feels like I have a safety net. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, like, totally. I'm like, okay, well, if that doesn't work, I'll go into something I know definitely works. Yeah. I, for as long as I've been doing comedy, eight years, nine years, I don't know. As long as I've been doing it, I'm still continuously making the same rookie mistake of, like, when I have new material, I'm like, let me do it up top, you know? And I'll just bomb right up top, and then it takes me, like, the entire set to dig out of it. Yeah, that's that's why I never do it on, um, on top either. You're not—you you shouldn't. And every time I'm like, I'll get them this time. Yeah, sometimes you're like, <laughs> I'll do it first so I remember to do it. Mm-hmm. That was my mentality once. Like, okay, just— Try the new joke so while it's fresh in your yeah, head. Yeah. Because it's a new joke. Like, or for me, like, I'll get really, or I'll be, like, really excited about it. So I'm like, let me get it off. So, yeah. So I'm like, I have all yeah. the energy. Let me go. And then I, like, stumble. And then it's not funny. And then it bombs. And then I bomb. And I'm like, okay. That happened to me the other night at Ice House. Really? Yeah. But I was also, like, yeeked up on ADHD medication. and <sighs> what? It, which medication? Vyvanse. I was like, 
I had to, I had to like get off of it. I'm like it's just too much. But I was like I had to, like taken my vitamins and then I had like a Red Bull and then I had like a fucking two You're coffees. You're going a mile a minute. Yeah, so I was on stage just like <laughs> and it wasn't funny. But you were just like getting stuff like running through a list of things. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sometimes yeah, yeah. I I've felt like that before. Sometimes yeah. when I like. If I'm too caffeinated, I'll rush through things. Being too caffeinated, I still haven't learned my lesson. Something about this battery acid that keeps you coming back for more. Because the way I know that I'll have another one tonight before I go on stage. And I won't have any reason to. We need to be sponsored by Red Bull. The budget. I need a Red Bull budget. (laughs) Right? I feel like I run through these. They're expensive. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All like habit forming things seem to be pretty expensive. Except for um Yeah, no, couldn't think of anything. Yeah. <laughs> All the fun bad things are expensive. Yeah. You know? Crystal meth isn't that expensive. Yeah, but look at the people that do it. I like my teeth. <laughs> what if I was like, yeah, what about them? <laughs> meth mouth will will do something to you. Oh well. Oh, it Sing will. Meth will do something to you. Dude, the faces of meth, that should be a coffee table book. That was a, I'm sure it is. That was a haunting website <laughs> to see when you were seven, you know? <gasps> yeah, dude. Remember with the no smoking thing with the Debbie with the hole in her neck? I know, the drama. Also, like, have you ever seen one of those people in real life? No, they're no. like, we're going to exploit this elderly woman. Yeah. Hole in her larynx. Yeah. Who had throat cancer, not even from smoking, you know? Yeah, she's like, I'm Debbie. And, like, you remember? <laughs> it was so dark. It's so dark. It was so dark. Can we pull up the Debbie thing in post? You don't have to do it now. Oh, yeah. Whoa, that's just, so like, a dark. fucking weird flashback I had. Yeah. We were collectively traumatized with that commercial. Yeah, and none of it was real. That's the weird thing about Europe, you know? When they they have, like, when you buy cigarettes, all of the cigarette packs. This will kill you. Yeah, and they have, like, the disgusting pictures of, like, black Yes, yes. You know, just atrocious fucking... They had that at that body exhibit. Didn't you just recently post about that body exhibit? I did, yeah. I went to it in San Diego. Oh, we all went to it. We had to go. It was disgusting. And all the cadavers were like stolen from China. Is that what what was going on? Yeah, they were Chinese prisoners. Uh Uh-huh. No. Not all of them, but a lot of them. But a lot of them. Chinese cadavers? Yeah, they were cadavers from that were stolen from prisoners. That's so dark. Isn't that dark? It's crazy. That was so gnarly. Dude, I They know. had, like, lungs that were black, remember? Yeah. And then next to it, they had a thing for people to throw out their cigarettes. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And the babies, the pregnant women with the fetuses. Oh, it was a bit much. I, I didn't like it. I found those. I can't believe we went to that for school. Oh, you went to that for school? Yeah. I went for fun. Oh, no. You went to go look at bodies for fun. Hell yeah, baby. I was in Vegas. I said, let's go. Oh, it was so We're out here at the Mirage. (laughs) We're going to see the bodies exhibit in the basement of the Mirage. Catch you later. Yeah. I'm heading down to the bodies exhibit. First first Britney Spears and then... Bodies. Bodies. That's so funny. Mm -hmm. Well, that's our podcast. Where can people find you? Instagram, as always, at Gabby Lammy. Do you have anything coming up you want to promote? Because this is coming out on Wednesday. It's coming out Wednesday? Yeah. Mm, do I, do I, do I? No. No. 
No. Just follow me on social media. I post follow my shows Gabby. there. She's so funny. And you have a podcast, right? I do. It's called Tea Time. Yes. Go check that out as well. Check it out. You can find me here every Wednesday on Shank and every Monday on This Bitch. Subscribe to my Patreon, patreon.com slash Sarah And we'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye.